Hey friends, this is Holly Goodman, and you're listening to Isaac's Autism Wild podcast, where we focus on topics related to raising loved ones touched by autism and its impact on relationships and family. I'll be sharing some of my personal parenting experiences, raising my son Isaac, who passed away in 2007, as well as an entirely different parenting experience as I now raise my son Caleb, who never ceases to blow my mind with his beautiful autism perspectives. So grab a drink and join me as I interview this week's group of exceptional autism parents. All right. Thank you guys for joining me. We are on Isaac's Autism Island podcast. And I actually, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. I have a nice group of parents joining me tonight to talk about gifts for teachers at the end of the school year. We are just wrapping up the school year. And as I was saying to my guests before we hit the record button, we're going to talk about pre-COVID period and the type of teacher gifts that we may have provided our teachers. Um, And then we're going to talk post-COVID. Well, we have been the teachers for the last three months, okay? Um, Because I have to be honest with you guys, my perspective has changed. And I'm not ashamed to say that as of right now, in post-COVID period, all of the teachers are getting alcohol from me. I'm giving all of them booze because now I have a a new appreciation for their job. And um, I'm not going to I'm not ashamed to say that I barely survived homeschooling my four kids on virtual school. And so I can only imagine what those poor people have to deal with um, when I send my kids to school every single day. So they're all getting booze. Um, So I'm interested to hear about your guys's experience. So maybe before we talk about post-COVID, and what we have all, because um, school actually ends here shortly. Um, I'm curious to hear what y'all are doing for your teachers for the end of the school year. Let's talk about before COVID. Um, and how elaborate do you guys get with your teacher gifts? Um, I feel like, um, for me, it depends on the school year. So I'm curious to see from your guys' perspective. Tanya, in the Brady Bunch of recordings here, you're on my top left of the Brady Bunch um, grid because we're recording via Zoom. Um, Tanya, um, now you have a different perspective because you were a school counselor. You also are a teacher, albeit you are more of a substitute teacher because your kids are pretty young. Um, When it comes to end of school gifts um, or even um, teacher appreciation week, how elaborate do you get when it comes to providing your teacher with um, a gift of appreciation? Um, well, I usually don't do end of school year. I usually do Christmas and teacher appreciation. Okay. Um, because uh, Logan has a lot of teachers. I know. Okay, so let's talk about it a little bit. I'm with you because I have two kids on an IEP. I have two neurotypical kids, so it's pretty easy to provide my neurotypical uh, kids teacher gifts because it's one teacher. It's just yes. one teacher. Uh with my special needs kids that have IEPs, it's a team. It's a team. So how do you handle that, Tanya? Um, sometimes I choose and do either Christmas or teacher appreciation. Sometimes I don't do both just because it's so much. I'll choose which one this year. Um, I did Christmas, which worked out since we weren't really in school during teacher appreciation week. Yes, that was another factor. Yes. It depends on the year. It depends on how busy I am. If I'm feeling really swamped and overwhelmed, sometimes I'll just get gift cards. If I'm feeling extra creative, a lot of times because I used to be a teacher is I will provide like little gifts of things that I know teachers use a lot of because teachers oftentimes get stuck buying a lot of their own supplies. That is so true. Because I was actually going to ask you as like a teacher, are there things that you just cringe when you get like 55 coffee cups? 
Yes. Don't do coffee cups. Don't do coffee Ever. What about wine? Uh, Is wine appreciated? I'm just asking. Alcohol? Tanya's like, she's not really much of a drinker, so it's kind of a trick question. It's a trick question. But I know for many teachers, they would appreciate that. Right? Yeah. Tanya, it's a trick question for Tanya. She's not really a drinker, and I knew that going into it, so I was trying to back you into a corner to get you to drink with me. But anyway. I drink. Just not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. So true. So you usually will then get them gifts for things or gift cards of, so that they can purchase things for their classroom. Is that a bad gift, though? Um, I got to ask, though. Because... A little, like, gift basket with, like, things that I know that they need a lot of, that they use a lot of. Okay. But now, is that, like, a bad thing to do? Because I have to be honest with you. It's like Mother's Day. When you buy me a power tool for Mother's Day, I'm kind of like, mm, like... I feel like you're asking me to do more work. So is that, from a teacher perspective, that's actually not a bad thing because it just means less of their money they're putting into their classroom. Well, and I think it also depends on the school district. So when I taught, I appreciated getting those things because I literally, any school, most school supplies came out of my own pocket. Yeah. Um, the school district, my kids are in, our school district at least provides a decent amount of stuff too. Sure. So. So it kind of depends on the district. Yes. Gotcha. So you don't do an end of the school year gift? No, I usually don't. Okay. Are you doing it this year? Now let's talk post COVID. Are you doing a end of the school year gift for your teachers? Uh, I was not planning on it. You were not? Oh, wait, that's fine. I'm just saying, I personally am giving booze to everybody. Um, I will tell you right now, post COVID, um, well, I guess pre-COVID, too. It's just you don't appreciate it as much until, like, you're doing online school with four kids. I am dealing with 18 different teachers and specialists between my four kids. And so to say that it's overwhelming right now, and and, and again, I didn't appreciate how many people worked with my kids and probably deserved gifts until now because before I wasn't really thinking about the PE teacher and the music teacher and the choir teacher you see what I'm saying so like I would do like their special needs team and then I would do like their primary like you know gen ed teacher um, high school it's a little bit different I get my I let my kids pick like the high schoolers get to pick like you know their you know favorite teachers although maybe I should actually switch that strategy and start giving the gifts to the teachers they don't like because I feel like now being the teacher they don't like I feel like those poor teachers need the gift the most so I'm kind of changing my strategy and my thought processing now it's like the teachers that they dislike and don't want to give the gifts to I feel like are the ones that deserve the presents if I'm being totally honest but that's just me and once make cookies for all his teachers for teacher appreciation oh that's a nice gift yeah Home, nice, some homemade, easy gift. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, you know, I've got a couple of kids I would have to supervise because I'm worried they would spit in the cookies because that's kind of... Well, I, I did have to supervise. I did help them a lot. But. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to jump over to my next Brady Bunch um, parent, which is Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn, you're my next Brady Bunch in the grid here. So um, now you are unique in that you are you just finished school to become a teacher. So I'm sure, are you getting showered with gifts right now because you were student um, teaching, right? I was. And, you know, every time, or at least most of the time, probably every, the main teacher got a gift. Sorry, that was my kid stomping across the room. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, every time she happened. got a gift, I usually got the same gift. So um, we had Everything from, you know, little cards and candies to to alcohol and um, 
restaurant gift cards. And, you know, it was all really appreciated, but definitely not expected. I'll, sure. I'll definitely, I'll say that. It was just really nice that people were thinking about us, whether it was for, um, we got Christmas gifts, um, couple of parents to teacher appreciation. But one thing we actually did this year was because of COVID is we gave Mother's Day and teacher appreciation gifts to our parents. Oh, so, yeah, oh, I would have we appreciated a teacher appreciation gift. to all of our parents. We did flowers. We did. Um, gosh, I don't remember what we did now. I just feel like I'm dropping stuff off at all the kids houses all the time now because we drop out work, work packets and everything. But we did one. We sent home a little thing for all the kids to make Mother's Day gifts, and it was the same week as teacher appreciation. It was. Um, so they did get the flowers, and I forget what else we sent at this point. But we did that because we know all the parents are at home doing a lot of teaching. So we thought that was oh. kind of fair to do. And some of us, I'll be the first to admit, I do not have the skills to be teachers. So God bless you people. God bless you people. <laughs> so now before COVID, Jerilyn, how did you do anything special for uh, Christmas, teacher appreciation, or end of school year for your kids prior to COVID? Sometimes I did, but I mean, mine were usually pretty simple gifts, but same thing, like for my um, kiddo who is in a self-contained classroom, he's got his, you know, primary teacher, and then he's got like three or four pairs, you know, depending. So I didn't want to, I never want to leave them out too, because I mean, they're just as much a part of his day and they're just as much his teacher as his you know the person whose name is on the door of the classroom so um we would do like cards or maybe cookies or something just something kind of simple but and not for like every occasion because mostly I'd forget yeah it's hard to keep up on it yeah Yeah. so post-covid like how are you feeling about your teachers now do you are you and also too now that you've graduated school and you finished student teaching do you have a newfound appreciation for teachers I do. I mean, I, I totally do. It's not that I didn't appreciate him before, but I think just kind of doing the job every day um, and seeing what they go through with all the kids, um, it made me, I don't know, it, it really does make me appreciate my kids' own teachers that much more. So um, I'm hoping that when my when we go to pick up this week that we can drop something off for them because, nice. I mean, I just, I know from being both a parent and student teaching during this time, like it's a lot of work. People don't, I don't think people realize how much work the teachers are actually doing during this time. I mean, we may not have the kids in front of us every day, but there's a lot that's going on behind the scenes. Yes. And they also had to go and do a lot of training on a lot of these platforms because they were not versed on these platforms prior to school shutting down. And so they have been doing not only trying to manage a classroom and manage their students and do virtual learning, but then they had to go on and learn all of these platforms and do some continuing education on top of that. So it's been a lot. It's been a lot. There has been, there's been so many like meetings and webinars going on. um, And I know even as doing my student teaching, I've been going to as many as I can, like, just to, just so I know what it feels like to be in everybody else's shoes too, even when they're not like required of me. Totally. There's a a lot going on. There really is. And even still talking about what could potentially be going on next year. God, I hope school. I know I'm, I'm kind of dreading what that might be like too. My thought is to try to keep all my kindergartners with masks and everything on the whole, the whole day. I'm not 
Unless your headset's going to work yet. Yeah, that is, out, I guess. yeah, that is not probably going to be possible, but good luck to you mm-hmm. on that. Jerilyn, how do you feel about alcohol being given to teachers as an appreciation? I've received it, and I've always had, like enjoyed it afterwards. So, <laughs> And what is the thing that you think that teachers probably have an abundance of? Please don't send more. I say coffee cups because I feel like coffee, like teachers probably hate coffee cups at some point. Probably coffee cups. Yeah, I get pencils? a lot of those. And then probably a lot of little fake plants. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I've gotten a couple of those. I'm like, all right. A fake cool. plant. I mean, it was re- they were usually really cute and sweet, but I don't know if I'll end up keeping it for a long time. Yeah. How do you feel about um, families? cooked uh, baked goods being sent to you because like I gotta be honest like when I'm a potluck person where I'm just like we're gonna stop at the store and we're gonna buy the potluck stuff because number one you don't want me cooking it number two when I go to potlucks I will only eat the stuff that looks like was store-bought because I don't know like how people I don't know that's you know I hate to say it but there's some teachers that won't have a middle um because they're just concerned kind of they don't know like what family's habits are there's some teachers that will eat some of it not others i mean so that's it's gonna hit or miss if you know the teacher really well and you come in like volunteer in the classroom all the time and they know you very well i feel like they're more likely to eat the baked goods i have okay. i have ta- tanya in my screen that's nodding and giving me like okay so yeah well i work at the school so they all know me. correct yeah because yeah, there's exactly that's a totally different situation. They would probably eat hers, but yeah. there are some families, like if you don't know them very well and you don't know what their home is like. And so I'm then, the school shit show. I'm totally fine admitting that I'm the school <laughs> shit show with my kids, with homework, with just like, you know, disasters. Chances of them actually eating the cookies that we make are probably slim to none. Am I right? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> You're being funny. Totally appreciate that we look like a zoo 99% of the time. So they may not want to eat what we have to offer. So um, so that's very good feedback. I appreciate that. All right, David, you are the next person in my Brady Bunch um, lineup here. David, where do you fall when it comes to you're our token dad tonight? So how, number one, do you get involved in the teacher gifting or is that something that you primarily rely on the wife to handle? Because I know that, you know, um, you guys are a team and you work together and and she handles a lot of the school stuff. But how do you guys how does that work in your guys's house? I guess um Thank goodness for her, because I didn't even realize there was a teacher appreciation week. I just <laughs> David, you're learning so much. <laughs> and so, well, I mean, look, at the same time, we've been doing the um, Christmas and the end of the year gifts. So okay. I guess we've been cut for the fact that, yeah, um, I appreciate teachers. So thank goodness they have that week. Um, however... It's interesting. Okay, I'm going to reveal myself as the elder statesman and the old guy here. So this, you know, my generation, it was like that never occurred. And I guess we just are a lot more conscious of things. To me, it's uh, no, I'm not even going to say it. So um, what we've done. <laughs> you get paid. Assistant. That's your job. You're supposed to do these things. Am I right? You, you know, um, thank goodness when they said coffee cups and not coffee we've just done starbucks gift cards so you know we we put we give you the stuff that goes in the cup if not the cup itself um and we figure most teachers are appreciative of that and if they don't drink coffee there's lots of other things that they get starbucks if not coffee um and that's you know it's just the easy thing to do we get starbucks points for it so we benefit too so it's just a good hey i'm down for that david i I love my my stars my star system at starbucks i have a lot I have lots of stars. 
but as the, you said, um, yeah, Meg pretty much covers it. I guess I potentially provide for it. She covers it. But there are a lot of people involved. I mean, even with only two of them and even at an elementary school, I mean, you have the resource teachers and all the gen ed teachers and everything. And yeah, I, I'm very much in favor of it, even though my generation didn't do that, just like my generation didn't do, you know, party favors at the end of a party for the kids and then thank you notes and all that. Like, ah, that's not as, like, you know. But this is, you know, part of the learning process, and I just would go along with the program. Actually, um, the other thing I wonder, and I don't know, two teachers that I just talked to, David, you always give Starbucks, okay? So even if a teacher doesn't like what you could buy with a Starbucks card, do do teachers ever go to the teacher's lounge and say, okay, I got 15 Starbucks cards, I'll trade them for Amazon? Like, is that something that you teachers do? Like, I'm just asking, I mean, I feel like they could and they should if they don't like it. But is that something that could happen, that does happen? I guess anything's possible, but I've never seen that happen. I haven't seen it happen either. Okay, well, I'm just telling you two teachers to take that back to your, like, big, you know, like, motherships and tell them. Holly Gooden said that maybe we should all, like, meet in the teacher's lounge and we can start trading stuff or, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like that's a possibility. I, I bet some people might re-gift things, though. Like, True. if you have a gift to, I mean, yeah. I can see that. Like, maybe, oh, I need a gift for my sister, or maybe I need some for my fellow teacher for doing something. I mean, there's no there's no shame in that. The other thing I mean, right now is this is the time of year where I get a lot of graduation um, notifications, right? So I feel like I could use those for graduation gifts if I was a teacher. If I was, Absolutely. Yeah, so that's a really good point, Jerilyn. Um, okay, Chevy, my last parent that's joining me. Now, Chevy, you also have older kids here, so this is going to be a really pivotal thing because I want to see how this plays out. Well, actually, Geraldine, you have a you have a middle schooler. Yeah. Um, so my question is kind of too, how does this trickle down in the high school? Because you know, when you're in elementary school, you know, you have your primary teacher. For some of us who have kiddos that are then on IEPs who have a special education team, we have multiple people that work with our kids. But first and foremost, Chevy. Prior to COVID, like, what did it look like when you would do teacher appreciation? Like, how did that, how, how do you feel about that? What did you guys do? So I usually, I know that the schools usually will ask for people to make food for teacher appreciation week. Um, or actually, I'm not saying that, sorry, wrong week. Yeah, parent-teacher conferences. Oh, yes, parent-teacher conferences. So during the parent-teacher conferences, they usually ask for food for the teachers because they have long hours and they usually always have, like, one evening where they have, like, a late time where they'll come in and have to stay and do meetings so I usually make sure and will volunteer to bring a dish every time they do the parent-teacher conferences so I brought in things in my instant pot things in my crock pot so I kind of add that to my kind of giving and my appreciation for the teachers and their time yes um things that I've done in the past I've done uh wine uh I've done can't go wrong with wine now I'm now I'm regretting so many coffee cups I know I'm so glad you say that, Chevy, because I have to be honest with you. My daughter loves to gift coffee cups to teachers, and I don't know why this is. And so we're always on the scout for the coolest coffee cup you could ever possibly imagine. And when we find it, we buy it. And then we, of course, gift it to her teachers. And then, of course, like Kelly came home. She's had the same teacher for two years, but she came home last year and she's like, Mr. Nye got 22 coffee cups today. And I was like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. I never thought about that before. But she loves gifting coffee cups, partly because, you know, I do like my coffee cups. So anyway, don't feel bad about that, Chevy. I'm just happy to know that there's someone else in the world that gives them too. So 
So usually I do like the Starbucks tumblers with like the gift card inside with a little bit of candy, that kind of thing. Um, and actually we gift our bus drivers. So not my boys's, but my daughter's because she actually has to be in like the harness because she will not stay in her seat. And there's days where she will have a meltdown trying to get on and off the bus. They have like those rough patch weeks. Um, so actually the last two years she's been in pre-K, I've actually been gifting her bus drivers um, little gifts. And then I will do her main teacher, all of my kids' main teachers. And then um, I think I did her speech teacher as well. But then I, when I was giving them away, I was like, oh, gosh, there's like the paras and then like the OT lady. And like, who? I know. Where do you <laughs> kind of draw the line? Because I don't it's expensive. <laughs> And then actually, to be honest, my middle schooler, this is his first year of middle school. I actually haven't done anything this year and I feel really bad. But every year in elementary, they got something. But this year, with it just being so hectic with him just transitioning into a brand new environment. And just now he has like five to six teachers and not just like the one. Um, And then COVID. So I haven't actually done anything for them this year. And I feel bad about that. I know, right? Okay, so Jerry Lynn, I'm bouncing back to you because you have a middle schooler actually going off to high school. He's going to be in high school. Oh, no, eighth grade. He's eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade. Okay. So do you like, do you now with that being said, your middle schooler is your special needs child. So it's, you know, yeah. So did you do you actually go through every single teacher and give them a gift? Well, he's in a self-contained, so he still kind of has the situation where he has, like, one main teacher, and then he's got paras, but then he does go to, like, PE and, I think, music right now, so he does have, like, a few extra teachers. Okay. Um, I think I didn't give one. Now I'm feeling bad about it. Is the thing. So, <laughs> I'm now forcing guilt on all of you guys. Like, shame know, on you. I was... Well, because, I mean, especially his PE teacher, she's yeah. been really good about, like, sending things in, and we haven't always done all of it um right now but um like during covid she's been really great actually but yeah i usually do like his gen ed teacher and then the paras and then when i'm like on top of things i remember like the speech therapist um but i totally didn't do anything for any of the other teachers he has and i really should have so i know see that's just, just i just feel i kind of feel bad now mm-hmm. but yeah. Like, yeah. literally, I feel like I'm going to take two cases to the high school and be just standing at the door. Like, did you have Tyler and Trevor? Here's your wine. Did you have Tyler and Trevor? Here's your wine. Literally, there's a lot of people at the high school that I feel like deserve, like, I'm going to be there with two cases of wine because it's just like, I feel like anybody that had to deal with my kid, you deserve a, a well, bottle Don't of forget wine. about the administrators, too. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, the yeah. ones that are, especially if they really work a lot with your child, whether good or bad. Oh, then- mostly bad at my, in my case. <laughs> It's mostly like, oh, Principal Smith, here's a case of wine. I'm so sorry about what you had to do with this year. So, yeah, it's a real thing. Well, in most schools, especially on teacher appreciation, their PTOs also do something for the teachers. You know what the kicker about that, Tanya, is is I'm basically the high school PTO president. So that's the other hard part is, is that now I can't even, like, pretend like I don't know who you are because, like, oh, hi. Yeah, so Again. we did. So our even though we're out for COVID, we still our PTO still did something for our teachers during Teacher Appreciation Week this year. So the day before the teachers were going to be, in, I guess they were all going to be at the school on a Friday. So on Thursday, a message was sent out to parents, you know, to come and decorate the school with chalk. So bring your kids in. So we decorated the whole 
school, like all the sidewalk with chalk. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. Then we had a coffee cart set up for the day in front of the school for them. Okay, now you're making me feel bad because I should have got that organized for our high school of, you know, 1600 students. That just makes me feel bad. Unfortunately, I'm not on the I'm not on the PTO board. I'm the only non board member who attends meetings, though. So, oh, well, in my book, you'd be you get two like thumbs up for that. So, well, now I feel bad. I'm going to make a note of that for next year, just in case. Here we go. Um, Well, that. okay. so now we're moving into my next question. Out of curiosity. What is the most money? How much do you feel like per school year um, you spend on your teachers? And that could be Christmas because, Tanya, you said you do Christmas and teacher appreciation, but you don't do end of school year. I got to be honest. I'm more of a um, I do sometimes do Christmas, but I feel very overwhelmed at Christmas um, just because just with the kids and whatnot. So I tend to do like something, try and do something nicer at the end of the school year like the thank God we survived this sort of a thing. Now it's even more so. But what is how much you guys actually spend? I'm just curious because you never know whether or not you're chintzing on it or if you're just being too elaborate. You see what I'm saying? Like, am I just like overthinking this and I'm spending too much money? But what's um, so Tanya, like what how much do you think you spend on school year? I'm usually also very overwhelmed at Christmas, which is why I don't get creative and I just give gift cards this year. Okay. Yeah. So I did $25 gift cards for each because I had like a million teachers because I had both kids, gen ed teacher, I had speech, OT, resource teacher, Kara, the parent in the resource room. So it ends up being a whole slew of teachers. No doubt. Okay. So you do about $25 per person? Yes. Okay. So Jerry Lynn, what's your dollar amount? That's almost exactly what I do. Um, last year, I think actually for end of year gifts, I actually did wine and I did like um, and I've done like gift cards for wine too. So you and I, Holly, like we're just thinking the same thing. And I, and I only do it like when I've had those kind of conversations with teachers before, like if I've known them well enough that they know that's something that they might enjoy. Um, and especially like with my, um, my kiddo with autism, like I'm usually pretty close with his teachers. Like his teacher gave, um, an elementary school, I had her cell phone number and she would just randomly text me too. And I'm like, we've become really good friends. Um, and, and I worked with her this past year, but yeah, I usually anywhere between 25 and 50. I think I gave 50 one time to one of the Paris who was, I wasn't sure if she was going to be able to keep her job because of some cuts. Oh, So I actually gave her like, a, I gave her more than I did the other teachers because I um, heard that she, her position was being like, it was going to be, like gone the next year so okay so now real quick before I get to David to ask him the same question I'm going to ask Tanya and Jerry Lynn this question because you guys are our teacher people do you guys compare how much you give like so in other words like if you give 50 to one but only 25 to the other do you ever stress that maybe they're comparing notes like do they ever talk about or is it like your paycheck you don't talk about what each family does for each person Tanya Uh, well, I don't talk, but I give them all the same thing. So. Oh, so you? Oh, it's always the same across the board. Because I have to be honest with you, I am not. I am not consistent. I am not consistent. So then I get well, feel a little depends. guilty. It depends. Kind of like Carolyn said, like some of Logan's teachers with him having granted. I will. I sub at the school, so I know all his all their teachers really well this year. But I know his teachers really well. Like I have their phone numbers. We text. So I know them so well that sometimes I can make their gifts more personalized. 
it just it all depends on how busy I am. <laughs> I agree. So as when you were a counselor and a teacher, do you do you, in in the school world, do teachers mm-hmm. ever talk about families and how much they've gotten? Like, would they ever like share like um, at the school where I was a teacher? No, I were but teachers there very seldom got gifts. It was a okay. Title One school, low income school. Okay, and so yeah. I mean, I would occasionally, could, but it. I still had some mixed, um, like mixed income levels, and so I would get occasionally a couple things. But um, yeah, but overall, gift giving wasn't a big thing just due to the because of this type of school. What about you, Geraldine? Like, tell me, like, do they compare? Because, like I said, I am. I will be the first one to admit, what I give to one may not be consistent to what I give the others. It does. I'm sure it comes up sometimes, but honestly, I don't think people make a point to really like talk about that too much. I think you're going to find it the most when parents or when teachers share like a particular family. Like if, um, you know, you have their first grader and another teacher has their fourth grader or something like that. And but it's not they'll just be like, oh, my gosh, that gift was so generous. I can't believe it. Um, Like we I think. I said something like that to um, a teacher who had the student sibling in their class. And they're like, yeah, I can't believe that. But we had all gotten the same thing, too. Um, So, I mean, it comes up. But I don't think people make a point, nor do I think they really, like, do they really care that much? I mean, I think most teachers are just really appreciative that they got the gift at all, to be honest. Okay. So what I'm hearing is I'm a jerk because I'm not consistent, maybe. What's that? Like, I don't give the same amount to every bad person. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I don't give the same amount to every single person. I'm like, I don't moment, think that's but... ne- you necessarily have to. Like, if you have a better relationship with one teacher than another, like, I think that's totally fair. Like, I wouldn't take that personally, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. Okay. All right. David, what's your kind of price point per teacher? Are you guys 100% consistent across the board? Everybody gets a certain dollar amount? Carolyn, I want to thank you for saying that teachers um, appreciate pretty much anything you give them because I'm sitting here right now after listening to you and Tanya feeling incredibly cheap. Um, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> 25 um, I could be wrong. I didn't know. I didn't think we were $25. Or, or, wow. Um, so, yeah, we're incredibly cheap. So I'm hoping that they're just sitting there going, we're just thankful for anything they give us and not comparing notes on our family. And apparently, up the ante here my goodness no i mean it's not expected i just think it's sweet when like sometimes it's just really cute when a little when a little kid brings you like just a cookie like in a with a bow on it like it just it's really nice to thought of and no i mean as i meant for giving the starbucks gift cards but when i heard five bucks i'm like oh my god um which yeah, I'm guilted right now, you know, right? and you guys are in the education system, so you know firsthand. So this is why I we're doing am. this podcast, David, is we're here to educate ourselves and just either make ourselves feel better or worse about our lives. Like, I'm half yeah. and half right now. So well, no, especially like... retroactively go back to their previous teachers, or if we just have to, like, really... <laughs> up no. As a teacher, I never expected gifts. No, no one ever expects gifts. And like what Tanya said is very true. There are teachers at some schools, depending on the school, they might get a gift from almost every student. And I was talking, there was one teacher whose classroom I went to go visit. And she's like, I've been here for years. And I think maybe I've gotten one gift ever, or I've had one parent ever volunteer in my classroom because 
there just wasn't, it just was a different, yeah. I don't know. It's a different dynamic. I don't, but I appreciate that we yeah. don't have that. Um, you know, I mean. Yeah. Well, I, but if you go to a more like middle upper income school, which my kids do, yeah. Their teachers get tons of gifts. So oh, yeah. not they're not counting which kids they don't. They don't. Give. They're not. And like same if, thing, David. Like our kids go to the same school. Like I know what it's like over there. It's crazy. But and I'm sure $25 is like nothing compared to some of the gifts that they get from those parents. But I'm sure some parents are trying to schmooze too. They're they're trying they're trying to buy another a better grade there. Okay, I'm pointing to myself, ladies. I'm pointing to myself, and I will explain. I'm going to tell you, I have have dumped some serious money into end of school year and teacher appreciate and Christmas. I'm just telling you. Tanya? David, part of the reason I do the price I do is because I know that Logan is probably one of the most challenging children that they will ever have in their teaching career. (laughs) Thank you, Tanya. Thank you there. See, I appreciate that. When you have a child that's challenging... You got to pay yeah. these people off so that that way, you know, especially yeah. when you know you got additional kids coming up the ranks, then you got to really smooth the way in case, God forbid, your younger kids get those same teachers. So, because that happens sometimes. <laughs> David, you don't have to worry about well, this because you have angels. You have on, angels. So, don't I, worry about this. I could be completely off on this. I'm not the one that does the gift purchasing. I could be lowballing what uh, we've actually been doing, but. Uh, you know, 25 times, what, 8 or 10? I mean, geez, and what's left to spend on the family for Christmas? I know. That's why Christmas is a hard <laughs> one for me because it comes, you know, with the four kids and then all the other requirements like Christmas. I don't necessarily always do anything special, but towards the end of the school year I and teacher appreciation, I have been known to dump some serious cash for good teachers. Um, Chevy, you're with me too. So what, after this conversation, like how do you, where are you falling on like your, your increments or how does that work? Are you across the board, even Steven on everybody? Uh, pretty much. I kind of do the whole, I'll make like five of them and they're all kind of the same. And I probably am around that same price point of around the 25 to probably 50 bucks. Um, that's kind of, kind of what we've done. Um, but actually your guys' point is you made a really good point about the type of school because the, the previous school my children were in was a parent, uh, was a co-op. So I was volunteering in the classroom every single week, like two hours every single week. So I think I felt like probably the gifts I gave in those schools is probably more just because I was in the classrooms every single week. So like I had more of a relationship with those teachers and um, also to year round, just everybody giving gifts and you're just like, oh, geez, I don't look bad. I got to go. I'm, I'm heading to Starbucks and I'm heading to Target because I'm not going to come back without something because like every other person has. Correct. Um, but I, with, since we've moved, um, I probably am not as close with these teachers because I'm not in the classrooms as much. So um, I still try to, but I, I don't think probably as much, I don't know, thought goes into it as much the previous years and I feel bad saying that but I, I kind of still try to remember but um yeah I think it's just involvement in the school and then probably just each year and just like I guess how you get close to yeah and sometimes I've seen also where you do class gifts especially if you know the group of parents from the class really well so like um my youngest first grader her, his teacher actually right before Christmas um fell and broke her sprained her ankle and broke her wrist and so we did a class gift during that time, knowing that she was having a difficult time having to manage her kids. 
And then, um, so basically we had our one person set it up and we just all don't chip in money. And okay, so that is it. a really good point, Tanya. Because now here's the thing, because I've had it both ways where it's like, oh, we're going to do a class gift. That's great. Here's some money for it. Now, do I have to then still give them a gift or am I good? Am I good? If it's a class gift. If this is a class gift, I would say you're good. Um, we did this gift. It wasn't specifically for a special. It was because she had injured herself. Yeah. But like any other time, if there's a class gift, like my son, Logan, when he was in kindergarten, we were in a different state. We did a class book for his kindergarten teacher and we each were responsible for doing two pages in the book. And so we could do kind of do whatever we wanted. So we did a homemade gift and then we sent it all to one parent and she put the book together. Okay. Well, at least I can feel good about that because I was just like, okay, so if I kick in money for the class gift, I'm good. Right. And then I didn't do anything at the end of the year. And I kind of felt like a jerk because I was like, so help me God. I feel like we all should have signed a pack saying we're giving money to the class gift. That means no one is going to be the brown noser and then give also an additional gift. But you know, there's always going to be people that are going to give the additional gift because my daughter wanted yeah, my daughter still wanted to. And I'm like, but I gave money. That should be good. Um, well, it, my son's first grade teacher who we did the class gift for, we apparently there was money left over afterwards. And what we did is her birthday fell during COVID. And we did a surprise. Her daughter contacted someone in the class. So we surprised her. We did a surprise drive-by and bought her a gift with the remaining money for her birthday. And did a surprise drive-by at her house. Okay. So, all right. Well, that's actually really nice. I just, I love the class gift option because then I just like shift some money that direction and then I feel like we're good. But then I always feel like, is this a trick? Take care of buying the gift. Yes. And then, but then I'm always feeling a little self-conscious. Is this a trick? And then everybody also still gives the gift because I'm going to be the first person that will say, I don't volunteer in the classrooms. I do about one thing a year, one class party a year for the two in elementary school, but I don't volunteer in the classrooms because you know, I do the bigger stuff where I'm like the high school booster club, which is their equivalent of PTO president. Okay. Like that for almost 2000 kids, that's a lot of work. Trust me. So I feel like I don't volunteer much in the elementary school PTO because I feel like come talk to me in high school people. Um, so that's kind of my philosophy. So you just never know. Cause like, I don't want to be the jerk that then doesn't also then do the individual gift. Um, I will be the first one to say I don't treat everybody equal because here's my thing. Like Caleb sees his speech therapist at the school for 20 minutes a month. OK, 20 minutes on a monthly basis. OK, so my whole thing is it's like, I'm sorry, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't then it's like a slight percent. I amortize how much time my kid spends with you. And then that's when I decide, like, then the value of the gift that I then give you, because, again, 20 minutes a month doesn't warrant, you know, like to me, like a huge extravagance. 20 minutes isn't very long. Right. So then during COVID, when she's on my high knee about the fact that he hasn't done his speech therapy uh, work and submitted to her, I was like, listen here. Okay, like I, I was trying really not to get because, you know, she's trying to do her job. So I was trying I had to put in perspective, but I was like, listen, lady, for 20 minutes a month, you're not my biggest problem. Okay, but with that, then, too, I kind of amortize out the gift. And so I don't give the speech therapist the same amount as like the learning support specialists that work with him um, that are doing doing 30 minute Zoom meetings and have him like multiple times a week in the learning support center. Um, <clears throat> now, with that being said, too. The most money I have ever given one single teacher because um, it was a good school year and 
it wasn't because it was like my kid was the most challenging, but it was the most successful year we have ever had in the history of school. I probably dumped, let's see, for Christmas, I can't remember how much I gave for Christmas, maybe 25, but for the end of the school year, or maybe it was teacher appreciation week, like Caleb knew that she loved um, gardening. So I gave her a gift certificate that was big enough that she was able to buy all of the flowers for her pots. And so she sent me pictures of all of them and they looked amazing. So it was a lot of money that I gave in a gift card and I don't feel bad about it because she was a phenomenal teacher and it was the best school year we could have ever had. Um, and we've never been able to duplicate it. So, um, to me, it was kind of like, you're, you tell me you're into gardening, uh, done. How, how about I buy all your flowers for your front porch? And so it was a lot. Um, here's my question. Side note, sidebar. Do you guys buy, like if your kids are in private services with speech therapists, ABA providers, OTs and such, do you guys then also buy gifts for them? Our ABA company has a policy. They can't accept gifts. Oh, well, that's really nice. What about you, Gerilyn? I have before, but it's been a while. So, gee, thanks for making me feel guilty again. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm just trying to spread around the guilt so I don't have it all. What about you, David? I I know, right? Just drink some more wine. You'll get over it. What about you, David? No, I didn't tell you. We're incredibly cheap. No, I think that... uh, (laughs) In, it's been a while since we've had a lot of outside services, and the ones that we do have right now, there's not a lot of personal relationship going on there, so we don't feel, feel compelled to do so. But way back when, when we attempted to do RDI, um, that particular individual we really liked. and then, uh, So, yeah, a couple times, but we don't really have anything that much going on outside of school that would really warrant that. What about you, Chevy? Do you do gifts for private service providers? We've only done it one time, and that was because um, the ABA therapist that Kara was working with for over a year, uh, she got a promotion, so she was actually uh, shifting into a lead position, and then she was having to have a new therapist, BCBA, come in and actually work with her. So since she'd worked with us for like over a year, that's what kind of got our start. Uh, we got her a personalized gift. I did her a uh, a water cup, or sorry, a uh, like a like a workout water bottle, but it had like pictures with her and her BC, uh, ABA therapist together. Aww. And then I got her a gift for her doggy because she had just gotten a puppy at that point. Um, so dog dog stuff and then that for her. And that really meant a lot to her because she'd pretty much been the first person that Kara had bonded with uh, since we started services. So that was kind of a thing for us. Um, but since then, no. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you have to. I will tell you of all the providers we've used in the past, both for Isaac and Caleb, um, I kind of let Caleb be the dictator of that. When he really bonds with somebody, he wants to like do extra nice things for them. Like I said, for this one teacher, Caleb was like, we have to go to this nursery and we have to get them, you know, a gift certificate so she can, because he knew that this particular teacher loved flowers and gardening. And so when his therapist um, got married this last, um, it was uh, September, uh, Caleb wanted to get her a wedding gift. So we went um, and purchased a gift for her. And then unfortunately her, her dog, which is like her child passed away from cancer unexpectedly, just like 
a couple weeks ago and Caleb was just so sad for her. Um, so she ended up adopting a new puppy. And so we're actually, we went puppy shopping. And so we're giving her a puppy basket. Um, but we were going to make a donation to a dog rescue in memory of her dog that she died because Kayla was just destroyed because in, in their sessions, they oftentimes will write things or use examples using each of their pets. So we feel like we know her pet really well because she always incorporates that into her therapy. So um, we were going to make a donation to a uh, animal charity in memory of her dog that passed away. And then she adopted a new one. So now we're going to go purchase the puppy basket because, but again, it's kind of driven by Caleb because if he doesn't like you and he doesn't bond with you, even if I say, Hey, we should give like so-and-so a gift. Nope. They don't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just like, no, I am not giving them a gift. Blah, 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 blah. Like he literally like starts becoming like really rigid and like pissy about it. So I almost have to smuggle the gift in, um, which is why I will say there have been school years where we have not given the teacher a gift and it was because it was Caleb was so mad and didn't like him. And it was in his mind, a horrible experience that I felt like, wow, like maybe we should just like pass on this year and just like disappear and, and hope for a next, a better next year. So we've done that. Tanya, you were nodding your head and laughing a little bit when I said that, but if you. Well, I'm laughing because of how rigid Caleb is about that. Cause Logan, so they had to do, this has, what wasn't, I guess for their fourth grade resource room, there's a group of like eight fourth graders total who use the resource room. And so I guess they were, they're putting together a gift for each other where they had to write a couple words about each person in their group. Oh, that would be terrible. Well, so Logan did pretty good with most of them until he got to one kid and he could not say one nice thing about this kid. He's like, he always gets me in trouble. I was like, you can't say that. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, Caleb, if he had to write on a teacher card, thanks for nothing would have been one comment he would have had for, you know, thanks for nothing. Even to something even slightly remotely kind, he was like so adamantly said against like not liking this kid that he could not come up with one kind word. So I finally had to make one up for him and send it to his teacher without telling him. Yeah, totally. I am. I'm with you on that. So, um, I think moving forward, like, are you guys doing planning anything special for COVID? Like my strategy, which is just showing up at school and just handing out cases of wine. Like, is there anything, anybody have a great idea for end of COVID? I personally think I deserve all the gifts this year, but that's just me, Holly being selfish, but. I will tell you, I really did like COVID virtual graduation. It was fantastic. It was over 45 minutes. It was nice and clean, but uh, Uh, that's not a popular thing. Is that for sixth grade graduation? Because we both have sixth graders that are graduating from sixth grade. And you guys just, is that the move up thing that they did for your sixth grader? The promotion. Promotion. Uh, Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Now, Geraldine, you have a sixth grader too, don't you? Oh, you don't have a sixth grader. You have a fifth grader. Moving into sixth grader last year. I I also have a sixth grader who will be moving on to seventh grade. And our school, because we are in the same district, David, but we have different elementary schools. Our school has decided to wait on a move up um, event until it is safe to do something in person. And Caleb's just like, no, why can't we just drive by in cars like every other normal person? I was like, when does that become the new normal? But for Caleb, my anti-social expert of social distancing is just like offended by the fact that they're holding off on this whole Move well, up. I can tell you what our district did, what our school did, which is we're in a different district. So our fifth grade moves up because sixth grade is now. Oh, yes. 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 Um, so our 
fifth grade teachers, they actually hit made, had signs made for all the fifth grade um, graduates, and they went and hand-delivered them to all their houses. Oh, that's really cute. I have to tell you a little story about that. So my ex-husband and I, um, I do not live in our school district boundary. I'm literally like an inch outside of it. Like uh, my mom just lives down the street and that's where the kids catch the bus because she's in the school district, but I am like just an inch outside of it. But my ex-husband had an apartment and he was in the school district, not too far from us too, as a matter of fact, like he's like the Like we're the first stop for pickup. He's like the third stop for pickup. So anyway, all is well until I remember that like um, their teachers are doing those things where they're driving around and delivering things like that. And, you know, graduation, move up things and packets and stuff. Well, uh, their dad moved. And so it turns out he wasn't at that house when they went to drop off that stuff. So they're like, oh, that's cool. We'll just look up. Um, the mom, well, I, because I wanted the kids picked up at my mom's address, because that's where the bus stop is, I put my mom's address. So they show up at my mom's house looking for us. And I'm like, oh, crap, like, we probably just look like a big train wreck now. So my nephew lives there. And so he drove her here. And so when I walked in the door, and there was all this stuff from school, I'm like, how the hell did this get here? Like, what that, you know, like, what happened? Because again, I meant that like next school year, I was going to update Reed's address and whatnot. But um, anyway, so they went on a wild goose chase. So I felt a little bit bad about that. Because uh, they ended up at my mom's house, which, you know, if you know my mom, that can be hit and miss because she does have handguns. And she's very suspicious of people. So thank God my nephew was there. Um, and he was able to bring her to our house. But that could have ended very badly because my mom's just, you know, a little cuckoo sometimes when it comes to just people surprising her at her door. So thank God that worked out well. But anyway, you just don't think about your teacher showing up on your doorstep. So that's always fun. Anyway. It's normal now. Well, it is now normal. And I thought to myself, you know, when Reed moved, I was just like, I'll just update it when we start school. No big deal. And then COVID happened. So anyway, surprise. So now they know where we live now. But that was probably what I call it the wild goose chase for them. So anyway, well, oh, out of curiosity, before we wrap this one up, does anybody do Valentine's gifts for teachers? Anything like that? No. Okay. David, I'm sure you do, right? Because... <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but birthday how do you know when you're do they announce when the teacher's birthday is I mean I have to be honest with you I feel every school year it's like oh god now I gotta track like I loved my daughters she had a loop class so she had the same teacher for two years so that was amazing but it's like even hard to keep track of a teacher's birthday how are you supposed to know well, they don't usually announce it the only reason we knew Colin's teacher's birthday is that his, um, his teacher her, her daughter reached out to one of the parents. Oh, okay. That makes me feel better. drive by, which made her cry, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. That's so nice. I have to be honest. I'm the type of person, if people would drive by my house, I would be like, oh my God, like the lawn's not mowed. The garbage can is still, you know, seriously, that's the kind of stuff that goes through my head. I would be really upset if somebody did a drive-by parade for me well, because, and, and I didn't know about it. Cause then it's like, you know, yeah. Well, the best thing about this drive-by is because, like, in Spokane, we live on a hill called Five Mile, and his teacher actually lives on South Hill. So we made oh. the trek all the way to South Hill to do the drive-by. Oh, yeah. oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's just funny kind of what everybody, like, appreciates. Because, like, me, I would be mortified if people started driving by my house because I would be thinking about my flower pots and my, you know, did I weed, you know, weed whip or did I edge my lawn? But 
Now, what if I hadn't showered and like, and I'm expected to go outside and like pretend I'm enjoying it? Like, no way. Right? <laughs> okay, thank no. you, Geraldine, for helping me out. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I get suspicious when somebody's like at my door. I finally got one of those doorbell things so I could see who was there because it just. I don't know. I don't like people unannounced at my house. Okay. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. And Jared Lynn, during COVID, I dropped yeah. something off at your house, but did, and, t- and Tanya, I did the same thing you to did you, but did yeah. I, did I knock on your doors or ring your doorbells? No, I did no. not. I just put it on your porch and walked away and then sent you a text you message see? saying, Hey, you're I left one, it. You're one person. I probably, like, I wouldn't have minded you. Oh, but, like, so I wouldn't have cared. I would have answered the door for you, no matter what I smelled like or looked like. like oh, I care. that's so sweet. Hopefully with yeah. wine in hand to share with me, but yeah, I was Absolutely. polite. I just put it on your porches and then I just left it there. I didn't ex- ring the doorbell and expect you to have a conversation with me because but- but Holly, how was my grass? Was my grass mowed that day? It was mowed that day because I did was think to myself, wow, Geraldine, she's killing this whole COVID thing. And you were going to school. You had two boys at home and you're a single mom. And I was like, wow. You haven't gone to the backyard. So that's good. Okay. Because I was going to say on point, my friend. I mean, Tanya's house, your your house is adorable. Um, you know, so yeah, very neat, tidy lawns. And David, I have also been at your house during COVID as well. We, um, I was with the fire department and delivered pizza. Yeah. I mean, we were dealing with COVID. We were dealing with, you know, injury recovery, me being on, you know, uh, oxy and, you know, muscle relaxers. We were just a shit show. You were not actually, I was worried because I, you guys knew we were coming but then, like, when I sent them up to the door, I was like, oh, crap. Like, I hope this is the right address. Because, again, like, you know, I gave the fire. I was following the fire truck. And that's so you give them an address. But nobody came out right away. And I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe I didn't give them the right house. So then I'm kind of looking at other houses thinking maybe, like, okay, so, like, is this the wrong house? You guys did come out. But you were on crutches. So it took a little bit because you had to come down the stairs and all the things. And so, anyway. Now, Chevy, I have not yet been to your house during COVID. I have been to your house, but not during COVID. So, I think usually it's like Anna or Angela. Yeah, because I'm I'm out in Liberty Lake, so I'm not I'm not super close. Yeah, so when things need to be delivered to you, I usually send Anna your direction because she's in your neighborhood. So usually that's who goes your direction. So yeah, so. We have been making our rounds, but again, we try not to ring doorbells. It's about the gifts. Yeah. And that is, I gave wine one year to my son's kindergarten teacher and she was so awkward about it. I have not given wine again. Really? How was she awkward about it? Tell me what this looks like. (laughs) I need to know. Share. I I got her, I got her wine and then I did, I, I even had like a little cute little like Pinterest printout that said, I'm sorry, my child's why you drink. And it was like a picture of my son, and like everything. Like it was yeah. super adorable. Yeah, that's the one and that I had done. It, but then she would, <laughs> she loved it. But then she was like, I don't know if I can accept alcohol from you. Like in the, like at school, like in the classroom, like she was so awkward about it. I was just like, okay, I'm not doing wine again. But this is just awkward. You know what, Chevy, that <laughs> is a very good I like point. I wasn't sure she it was okay. She like hit it underneath like her desk or something. Okay, Geraldine, Tanya, what's the rules? Yes. What? Is there a rule about accepting it? I honestly don't know. I mean, teachers do accept it. Most of them just put it in like their bag. I mean, I carry a little teaching bag and I would just put things in my bag and take it. It's not yeah, like we were handing out cannabis. I don't know if there's a rule. Like, 
I technically haven't like I wasn't working technically for the school district when I was there this year, but um, I don't think it's something like you just want to walk around the school light and holding it up like, yeah, look what I'm like, just holding up alcohol. But um, I, I know teachers take it discreetly. So. Okay. I don't know if there's an official rule. I know. And I don't act awkward and I don't even drink wine because I know plenty of people who do who I can share it with. So true, right? It's a great re-gift too. Like, you know, I, I'm totally with you. Yeah, you know, um, I, I'm feeling pretty confident that any of the teachers, um, especially in the high school level, are probably going to accept my gift of wine because I just, I'm feeling good about it. And it's not like I'm handing out cannabis or anything like that. So, you know, I have my limits. I'm just, it's a good point. There Although, is probably a rule against that one, Holly. Exactly. Yeah. See, I'm sticking with wine. So, or total wine gift certificates too, because you can purchase alcohol or other stuff. You can get containers and <laughs> crackers at Total Wine. So, there you go. All right. I would well, do the Total Wine versus uh, coffee cups. Oh, yes. Right. That's just it. See, now everybody's going to listen to this and be like, oh, my God, I gave out like coffee cups for like 17 years. I actually really like coffee cups. I just don't have room to keep all the coffee cups. That's my problem. Like I end up going through even like not being um, this being my like first time being a teacher, but I just have coffee cups in general. So like if kids start giving me coffee cups, I'm going to need more cabinet space. Well, here's, I don't know about you guys, but I lose them because I take them traveling and then I lose them. I also break a lot, mostly because my children do the dishes and then they break them or the handles bust off, which, so that's a fair amount. Um, but I also have a, uh, I have a coffee cup hall of fame. So my favorite ones, if they're like a really awesome one, I'll put it in my hall of fame. I'll glue them back together and put them on my hall of fame. But yeah, I think but for teachers, it's got to be fairly miserable. That and apples, like really, seriously, any, te- okay, you two teachers, have you guys gotten apples for teacher gifts? Never? Tanya's shaking her head, Jerilyn saying no. I've oh. gotten an apple. Okay, seriously, I want to totally gift one now. All right, guys, well, I appreciate you um, having some fun with me tonight and talking about teacher gifts. So with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Isaac's Autism in the Wild. And that's it for now. If you want to be notified of our next podcast release, be sure to hit subscribe. And just remember, we're all in this together. So find your tribe and hold them tight.